Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Faith Fitness Joy. This is episode 94 and today we are talking about spiritual gifts, what they are, what they are not, myths, truths, and we are going to dive into some of these specific spiritual gifts that you may or may not be familiar with. So if you are interested in learning more about spiritual gifts and which ones you may have yourself, then join me in today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy. This is Faith Fitness Joy, and my name is Rochelle Renee. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself, and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you wish for more energy and happiness? And do you seek a deeper connection to God, or maybe to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I struggled with anxiety, depression, and I was in adrenal burnout. I felt like a shell of myself. I was working over 60 hours a week, I was stressed out and spread too thin. I was overweight and I struggled with body dysmorphia. I knew I had to do something really fast so that I could be a better version of me for my kids. Fortunately, I found the way back to myself. I regained my health, I lost weight, I transformed my mindset and I found healing. Now my mission is to help other high performing moms accomplish the same. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving health of the mind, body, and soul. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of yourself, then Faith Fitness Joy is the podcast for you. All right. Welcome, listeners and beautiful souls, to the Faith Fitness Joy podcast. I am your host, Rochelle Renee. This is episode 94, Spiritual Gifts, What They Are, What They Are Not, and How to Tap Into Yours. Um, As many of you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I am an intuitive health coach. I'm also an energy healer. And as you know, I'm a a podcaster and a blogger um, as well. And so um, welcome to today's episode. It is another wonderful Wednesday episode, and that means we talk all things spiritual, spirituality, faith, um, connecting with God, connecting with your inner self, your soul, your higher self, and just, um, the overall evolution, um, and process of spiritual growth, um, and that whole aspect of our beings, Um, so today, as I mentioned, we're talking about spiritual gifts and we're going to get into some of the myths about spiritual gifts. We're going to get into the truths of spiritual gifts and, um, I'm going to give you, I'm going to walk through, um, what some of the more, I don't know, terms, if you will, maybe more commonly known, um, types of gifts are when we think of the more psychic abilities or those types of things. There are a lot of other spiritual gifts. The Bible talks about spiritual gifts as well. And it also names um, a number of spiritual gifts. And so um, it's more than I'm going to get into today. And I'm actually honing in specifically on um, what I refer to as the Claire's um, because that is what God has led me to talk about today. Um, I started receiving this guidance a few days ago Um, and I think it has to do a lot with the time that we're in right now and that a lot of people, um, so this may resonate with many of you because I, I understand this is one of the reasons he wants me to talk about this today. Um, many of you may be feeling pulled to your spiritual gifts. Many of you may be experiencing things that you may not understand because perhaps, um, you haven't like tuned into your spiritual gifts. Maybe you don't really think of yourself as having them. 
Um, or maybe you're just feeling drawn to it and you aren't really sure why. There's a reason for that. You are actually being guided to this. Um, and that has a lot to do with this, this sort of time that we're in. We're in a time right now where um, a lot of people are starting to wake up to some of these things and they're starting to have these experiences and these feelings. And it's not an accident. It's just part of where we are as a, a, a world really right now. Um, but I'm not going to get into all of that today. It's it's just far too much to get into for this episode. Um, and it's not really what God wanted me to, to focus on. So um, that being said, we're going to talk about the sort of the myths behind, that a lot of us might have, myself included, until maybe about a year and a half ago around spiritual gifts. We're going to talk about truths of spiritual gifts. We're going to talk about what they are, what they're not. Um, I'm also going to go over the various clairs, if you will, and um, touch a little bit on some other types of gifts that there are um, and a little bit about um, what the Bible says about those things. And also um, kind of the, the biggest piece, too, is to just help with some tips that you can use to start to tap into your own gifts um, and start to heighten those a little bit and um, deepen your connection with your soul as well as God. Um, okay, so with that, I just want to back up a little bit and share a little bit about kind of how I came to this um, to give you some context. And also, again, um, this is going to resonate for many of you who may be starting to have these experiences or feeling this nudge or this pull um, toward maybe this aspect of your being and um, your gifts that you may be starting to experience. Uh, so I was raised Catholic. Um and um, <clears throat> it's a it's a I guess it's a type of Christianity, but it's very um, specific in itself. Those of you who are also Catholic will, you know, you already know all about it and others may not be as familiar with it. And so um, it's um, basically you have different sacraments that you receive and, you know, there's priests and you confess your sins to priests. And so there's there's some ways that it's different um, from what I've come to understand of Christianity because I, I stepped into that later. Uh, and then I had a, a period of time, um, geez, it was probably close to 20 years or so where I was, um, actually, you know, pivoted away from Catholicism and I was, um, very into Wicca or witchcraft at that time. Um, and I was, I studied that very deeply. It, I, I was, you know, very, um, I guess, kind of devout with that. And then later, um, as I, later on in my experience with that, I started to have some, um, <clears throat> experiences with that, that led me away from it. Um, God led me away from it, uh, and, um, led me back into Christianity. And so I had some, a period of time where, um, I was in a very dark place. I actually, um, was okay. I did not, I did not think I was talking about this today, but apparently God wants me to share this. So I was at a point in my, in my life, I was, um, <clears throat> maybe in my mid twenties. Um, and, uh, as I've mentioned before in the episodes in my podcast, I've, you know, I've battled with depression off and on over the course of my life and anxiety. And I was in a dark place and I, I wanted to end my life. Um, and I just remember, just being in, in so much pain at this point in my life, emotional pain, um, and just the, the depression, I was very deep in it at this time. And so I remember crying out to God and I just, you know, cried out to him and, 
um, told him that where I was at and that I just was done. And I, the only thing keeping me was I, I was afraid of how it would affect my family. Um, and he showed up right then and there in that moment. Um, the room actually got brighter. It was in the middle of the night and it was dark. I was trying to go to sleep. So I had all the lights off and I, the room actually got brighter and I just had this experience with God's presence and I knew he was there and he was speaking to me. Um, and he basically poured his love out to me in that moment. And it was just, he didn't talk to me. I didn't have any of those types of experiences at that time. Um, but he basically led me back to him. Um, and so then I, you know, followed that and I was, um, starting to study the Bible at that time. I don't, I don't think I went back to church right away. Um, but I was, I started studying the Bible and I just started to kind of like develop a relationship with God at that point in time. And then over the years, I kind of like fell off of that and I went to, into more of like a non-denominational space, I guess you could say. Um, I remained <clears throat> like sort of connected to God and I was still very like, you know, much praying regularly and all of that, but I wasn't like in a church or anything like that. And then later, and I've shared this in some recent episodes when I was going through my divorce and all of that, and my, my best friend was doing um, a prayer group and she really wanted me to go to the the group and it was, and it ended up being exactly what I needed at the time with what I was going through, um, the, the workbook that that group was studying. And then it led me into a church, um, that she was going to. And I was, I stayed with that church for many years. Um, and then I was kind of in and out of different churches over the years since then until maybe a couple years ago, about it, maybe about a year ago. Um, <clears throat> so that's just kind of the path and, and sort of the journey. But I would say the constant has been that I've always like, maintained some sort of level of relationship with God. And it's deepened over the years as I've, um, I guess, leaned into him more and, and <clears throat> basically worked to allow myself to be led by him. Um, and so I would say in the past, hmm, I guess it's been about 10 years, um, a lot of the journey that I've been in, um, I, you know, has involved being involved in different churches at different points in time and, and studying the Bible, um, <clears throat> reading the Bible, <clears throat> and then just like the different seasons that I've moved through, um, in the, in the space of this 10 years since I started this, because this whole 10 year window has kind of been from the time that my divorce happened, um, and how my relationship with God has evolved and deepened over that and how he has helped me understand him through <clears throat> the different seasons I've moved through in my own life. Um, and he's always characterized them for me um, based on certain books in the Bible. Like the first one that I went through was Exodus with him um, and Joseph at the same time. So there was some some stories from Genesis that were, were playing out in my life that were very relevant at the beginning of my journey. And then over time, I've had all these different seasons um, from like an Esther season to Daniel um, and, and all sorts of other stories in the Bible in between. Um, and so uh, I was, you know, really like in, in the Bible, I guess you could say, um, and involved with the church over the last decade. And then, um, <clears throat> a little over a year ago, um, I came across 
basically like an activation and like this training through a mentor that I've been working with for some time now um, to like tap into my spiritual gifts and activate them. And at first I was like, didn't give it a whole lot of thought because of what, you know, my, what the church would tell me. Right. And what, or what I thought the church would say about it. I, I didn't even really sit down with anyone at the church about it, but I just started feeling really drawn to it and I, I couldn't really explain why. Uh, and I felt very led to go into this training and, um, Finally, I prayed about it and I was asking God, like, where's this coming from? Like, are you nudging me to this or is this just like some something else at play? Um, and he made it very clear that it was it was a nudge and that it was something that he wanted me to follow and pursue. Um, <clears throat> and then over time, um, after I stepped into that and made the decision to get into that um, course, he started taking me back to some of my earlier experiences with some of my gifts, um, which now I understand that's what they were. But at the times that I was experiencing them, I didn't understand what they were. Um, and one of them I shared a little bit about how I experienced that when I when my father passed away was when um, <clears throat> I first started learning about um, having the ability to um, speak with those across the veil. Uh, and, and some other, uh, of the guests that I've had. So anyway, um, I followed that and, um, and I eventually like learned tap into my gifts. And, uh, and of course, along the way, I was also seeking, you know, guidance from God around it because again, like certain churches, um, and interpretations of the Bible and things like that will have you, you know, have a, a, a very different opinion about all this and, and have people often very fearful of these things um, because it characterizes them as evil or of the devil or things like that. And so um, I get it because I, I was believed that for a long time as well. But I also always had this question in the back of my mind, like, then why do people have these gifts? Because there's a lot of people that are not, I wouldn't describe as evil, who have abilities and they were born with them. Um, and they were always kind of able to use these gifts. So it just never made sense to me that, um, you know, like, I just, I just know not everybody that I've come across who's had these gifts is like, you know, evil or deliberately like communing or something like that with quote unquote the devil. Um, so it never really made sense to me. And over time I've started to learn more and get more kind of like, you know, understanding from God about that, um, and learning to distinguish some of the myths from the truths of all of this. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. So I want to start with some of the myths um, because I held these same beliefs as well. Um, and one of them is that, you know, these spiritual gifts, any, any sort of spiritual gift, um, like in the vein of the ability to see the future or the ability to see in your mind's eye, the ability to hear spirits, if you will, or people who have passed over, um, the um and then a number of these other gifts you know they're they're often thought of as evil they're of the devil um or it's witchcraft or sorcery or something like that and how the bible says that those things are you know um bad um but again a lot of times it comes down to interpretation um and intention okay so those are some of the myths none of that is true um 
they are they are abilities and the abilities in and of themselves are not inherently one or the other um they are what they are so some of the truths that i found in the bible um and in you know receiving the guidance from god to talk about this today and also in my own journey stepping into my gifts in the last year and a half or so um this is some of the things that have been made clear to me and that I've come to understand and that have been shown to me or that I've been led to look into. So some of the biblical references that speak about spiritual gifts, um, I'm not going to read the chapters or the excerpts. I'm just going to give you the the citations and you can go check them out for yourself if you like. Um, I do feel like as a side note, that's one of the issues is that a lot of times we leave the interpretation up to other people um, or the church um, and I'm not saying that they all have like a bad intention or anything like that. Like, I believe a lot of people are just doing the, their best and what they think is right. However, I also think this is why God is so emphatic in the Bible about reading the word yourself <clears throat> and having a relationship with him and using discernment. Um, because it's not, <clears throat> we all have the ability to read the Bible and have a relationship with God. And that's ultimately what he wants us to do. Um, <clears throat> as opposed to completely relying on, um, others for that knowledge or their interpretation as your source of knowledge. So some of the biblical references where it talks about spiritual gifts and that we have them, um, and in some cases, some of these even specify the gifts, um, in these parts of the Bible. So one of them is Mark chapter 16, verses 17 to 18. Another one is 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 3 to 11. Ephesians uh, chapter 1, 19 to 21. And then John 14, um, chapter 14, verse 12. And this one in particular, I you know, it, it always, God always takes me back to this one um, in, in recent months in particular. Um, and I think part of that is as my own like spiritual gifts and my own evolution has continued um, and I've deepened my own walk in faith and my connection to God and also being of service with these gifts that I have. Um, Jesus told us in John chapter 14, verse 12, that we can do the same works and even more than him. Um, and <clears throat> um, it's speaking to the fact that we we all have abilities um, that are given to us and when we are you know, aligned with God, if you will, or when we are in regular relationship with him and allowing ourselves to be led um, and stay connected to God, um, we have these gifts and it's not just that we have them, we can use them. We can do many of the same things that Yeshua did in his life when we um, have our faith, we have our connection and we allow ourselves to be open to that. Um but faith is also a big element of this um, as well. Uh, but anyway, that's that's just a really profound part of the Bible to me when when we when I think about this, and God always takes me back to that um, because it's 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 very true. And we we there's that other verse that a lot of us are familiar with, like if you can move a mountain if you have the faith of a mustard seed, mustard seed, or you just you only need this tiny amount of faith to do these amazing things. Um, so yes, there's an element of the belief in it, but um, being close to God and connecting to God and walking by the spirit and not by the flesh is a very important like caveat to all of this, okay? Um, 
but that's some of the things that the Bible says about the about spiritual gifts. Um, and so let's get into a little bit about, you know, what are some of the gifts and some of the ways that you can start to, you know, explore what which gifts you have and how you can tap into your gifts. Um, as I mentioned, there are many different gifts um, and I'm not going to go in depth on all of them, but I am going to touch on some of the ones that tend to get lumped into this category of bad or evil or of the devil or whatever. Okay. Um, and these are the things that we often hear referred to as our sixth sense or ESP, which really means extrasensory perceptions. Um, and actually psychology has, um, I, um, my undergrad was in psychology and I remember, um, some of the courses we took talking about this, I think it was like in cognition and perception. Um, and actually, so there's, there's actually some scientific backing to a lot of this as well. Just a side note, but, um, but I wanted to touch on that. So, um, these gifts I'm going to be talking about that I'm going to be going into a little bit that we often think of as like ESP or the sixth sense or whatever. And a lot of people even kind of think they're not real. Um, and that's, and I used to be one of them, but it's so interesting to me because really where I'm at now and what I've come to understand is that they're nothing more than our existing senses that we experience in an extra, an extra way, if you will. Um, and it's, it's sort of like we, experience them in through our spirit it's like and I've talked about this before and this is actually just coming into focus for me right now um that you know we are an energy body within a physical body our body our physical body is like um the vehicle we are in to be in this world in this 3d reality but we are a soul that resides inside of that body and so the soul um has these other, this, these perceptions and these senses as well. And it's like through, it's like the connection between those two that we experience these other senses if we allow ourselves and if we tap into them. And most people, I'm going to go on a limb and venture to say that most people have experienced one of these at least at one point in their life and have probably dismissed it. Um, many of you have probably experienced one or more of these and have probably dismissed it, um, shrugged it off because we're kind of taught to do that. We're, we're sort of conditioned to believe that, you know, it's, it's woo woo or it's just a bunch of whatever. Um, but it's, it's really part of us and it's, these are gifts that have been given to us as God, um, as God from God. And I think that um, there there's a number of reasons that we've been given these gifts. Um, one of them is so that we can communicate with him um, and that we can, um, they are they are tools that he's given us to equip us with walking by the spirit because we are in the world. We are not to be of the world meaning we're not supposed to be as obsessed as a lot of us have become with the things of the world. Um, we're supposed to be more in tune with our, our spirit, our soul, because that is a piece of God. Um, and so he's given us these gifts to do that with. Um, but again, a lot of us are conditioned to either be afraid of them or to shy away from them completely and to just like disregard them and all of that. So um, a lot of us don't even realize um, that we have these abilities or we just like sort of disregard them. So let me just look at what my notes here. Um, 
Yeah. So there are most of the gifts I'm going to talk about today are are essentially just extra versions of our existing senses. Um, and um, oh, the other thing, the other reason I think that we've been given these gifts is to be of service. Um, and I think it goes back to John chapter 14, verse 12, where Jesus basically tells us that we have the ability to do all of these same works that he did and even greater works than him um, because we've been given these gifts. Uh, so I just think that's really profound and it makes sense um, because if you think of the things that Yeshua did in his lifetime and the the abilities that he had, um, this is these are the types of things that he was employing and these are also what led him to be killed. So um, the first one I want to talk about is clairaudience. Okay, so clairaudience is the gift of hearing. Um, so it's extrasensory hearing, if you will. So this is when you have a thought in your head and you hear that voice. That's your clairaudience, right? So it's it's hearing without the external vibration coming from something in the physical that you might be able to see or be aware of. Like, so you can hear music because, you know, it's a, it's a frequency coming out of whatever you're playing the music from. Claire audience is similar. It's just coming from, um, something you can't necessarily see or perceive in the physical world. Um, this is also like when people say that God, you know, spoke to them or what, this is how they hear that. So, um, that's what Claire audience is. Clairvoyance is your gift to see in your mind's eye. And actually, there are many, many references in the Bible to our third eye, which is right here. Um, when it talks about the one eye, um, it's referring to your third eye. Um, so there's actually a lot of, of references there. Um, and it's it's an incredible gift when you think about it, because God gave us this ability to visualize in our mind. He gave us the ability to see things in our mind's eyes. And then there's different iterations of this. So some people um, can use this um, for precognition or retrocognition, meaning um, there, there are people that can see the past, which is retrocognition, and there's people that can see the future, which is precognition. Um, so... Um, that's one of the ways we can use the mind's eye or that we can be gifted with um, extra sight, if you will. Um, I get this as well. Um, so like sometimes when I'm channeling, um, I will, you know, I'll see things in my mind's eye. I will, I'll get an image of something as opposed to hearing something. Um, so I do hear as well. I get, I have clear audience as well, but I also um, can see things in my mind's eye. Um, the next one is claircognizance. So claircognizance is basically like when you just know something, when you suddenly know something. So um, you may have experienced this where you, maybe you're praying about something. Maybe you're asking God for guidance about something um, or there's something bothering you and you just you're not really sure what to do, what the next step is. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like it just drops in. Like one day you just get this clarity about it or one day you just have the answer. Um, and you just know what to do, or you just know how to proceed with a certain situation. That's claircognizance. It's basically just like it, it, psychic knowing, for lack of a better term, to put psychic in front of it. But again, it's it's like you don't really know where it came from. You just know all of a sudden you know how to do whatever it is you're seeking guidance and clarity for. Um, clairsentience is the next one. So this is actually like psychic sensation, if you will. So it's like... Um, 
when you like feel something. So this is when you have goosebumps. Um, like if you're um, in a place that's maybe giving you some sort of a vibe or something like that, or you feel like there's a presence around you um, and, you know, the hair stands on end or you get the goosebump sensation, that's a form of clairsentience. Um, it can also be like um, when you feel like cold or hot um, in a certain space um, or just any sort of sensation on your body like that you're perceiving through touch when you don't, there's no, there's no answer for it in the immediate physical 3D, if you will. Um, so that's an example of clairsentience. And then um, the next one is, there's a couple terms for this one. It's clairsentience or clairolfaction, which is basically psychic smell. Um, so this could be where um, you just start to smell like your grandma's perfume for some reason. And you don't know why, because she's been you know, dead for five years or something like that. And you're just, all of a sudden you get that smell of her. Um, that's a form of Claire, um, olfaction where you're, it's like, a you're perceiving a smell that you can't explain why you're perceiving that smell. And it can come and go pretty quickly, um, without explanation, but it's kind of like just enough for you to know that you've picked it up. The next one is clairgustance, which is basically psychic taste. So, um, similar to smell, you might just all of a sudden um, taste a familiar dish um, from someone that you that you love who's passed away, or um, maybe someone you know was really like fond of a certain flavor, and all of a sudden you're tasting that flavor, um, and you're not really sure why. That's a form of that. And then there's clairtangency, which is like um, the touch. So. Um, this is where you can pick things up from objects or people. Um, so it's like another term for it is psychometry, um, where it's like certain objects can hold a certain energy and you can pick those energies up from touching those objects. Um, I don't like to give the, I don't know, I'm not giving these examples that I'm getting because they don't feel, <laughs> they're not positive, but like, when, you know, we see these scary movies about like um, objects that have something bad attached to them, like I, I guess it's more of a what what many of us might be from more familiar with. Um, but it can also be the same from um, something more sentimental, like they're showing me like baby blankets um, or a blanket that your grandma crocheted or knitted for you or something like that. So there's also like you can pick up energies from objects and that's what clairtangency is. And then there's Claire empathy. Um, and Claire empathy is um, basically when um, you can feel emotions of other people. Uh, so, and sometimes you may have heard this referred to as like somebody being an empath um, and people might speak about it that way. It's, that's basically what it means. And actually this is um, one of my gifts as well um, is Claire empathy and clairsentience. And so when I am doing healing, work with someone, um, that is how I'm perceiving something that they might need some help with. Like I will pick something up in my body that I know is not mine. And that will give me an idea of where they're holding a certain emotion. Um, there's been many times where I've actually felt the emotion of the person. And so it will move through me. Um, and so that's another, uh, example. And then, um, this is also tied to another gift, um, that I have, which I call it activation. I also call it alchemy. Um, 
there's other terms for it. Like one of the terms that you might come across is emotional freedom technique. So um, this is basically putting positive energy into someone or replacing energy. So um, the way I think of it is when I'm picking up something in a person that I'm working with um, for healing, if I'm picking up a heavier emotion, um, an emotional block, if you will, or something that is maybe um, a, a deeply buried emotion from something that happened that they are wanting to release and needing some help releasing, um, I can move that energy for them. But you also want to make sure you replace the energy with something positive so that the void does not just get filled back with the same emotion. Um, and so that's what this other aspect of um the spiritual gifts is I call it activation, but like I said, it's also called emotional freedom technique where it's like you're replacing the energy. Alchemy is another way to look at it. Like you're changing the energy, you're transmuting it or um, changing the form or the, the nature of the energy that's being moved um, or perceived as part of that um, particular spiritual gift. So um, those are some of the, those are the main like, Claire's, if you will, <clears throat> that's what they're talked. Um, that's what I think of them as because there's a number of them. Um, if you look them up, a lot of times, like you'll commonly see the main, the ones that a lot of people are more familiar with, like clairvoyance, clairaudience. Um, but there's actually, like I said, um, quite a list of them. And then there's a, there's a bunch of other different um, spiritual gifts as well, like mediumship is another gift I have where. Um, you know, you're just able to perceive people across the veil and communicate with them in some form or fashion. And it can be through um, one or more of the clairs um, is usually how it happens. Some people will um, hear them. Other people might even actually see them um, or they will use these other senses that we have in our bodies to help us with whatever it is that they're trying to communicate. Um, so those are the gifts uh, and some of the gifts that you may have um you may have. So, you know, some of us might have more than one. Some of us might have all of them. The Bible also talks about this as well. Um, <clears throat> I didn't write this verse down, but there's one verse um, where it talks about for whom much is given, much is expected kind of a thing. Like, so there's like a responsibility that comes with it. And so, um, and again, I think this speaks to being of service with the gifts and using the gifts to help other people. Um, and following Yeshua's example of that, um, because he, you know, obviously was known for miracles and using his gifts and helping people and healing people. Um, and so that's a little bit about what the gifts are. And then if you to some tips for activating them, um, the first thing is I would not just like start like necessarily playing with them if you're if you're already perceiving that you have some of them or you're thinking that you do um i would start a practice of communicating with god every day like going into meditation and asking god for guidance um to help you with what what it is he wants you to do with your gifts and how he's calling you to use them because if they're starting to become more evident to you there's a reason for that um, and it's because he wants you to use them. He wants, he's, he's seeking to use you as a vessel in some way to help other people or to fulfill part of what you're here to do in this life. Um, and so, you know, 
just praying and, and asking for guidance around what it is that he wants you to do. And then he will lead you to that um, in however many ways. And there's so many ways he will do that. Um, I've talked about it in previous episodes. Like, you know, he'll use the Bible. Um, he'll use other people. Like somebody will just come up to you and randomly start talking about whatever you might be praying about with him um, with no knowledge of what you may have been asking God about. And that's a way that he will speak through other people to answer you. Um he will use your gifts as well. Um, so you might actually hear him through your clear audience. Um, you might get visions and, and get clarity through visions and, and all of these things that we've talked about here. So there's a number of ways that he will do that. But I would say the first and most important thing is to seek him first always and ask for guidance and ask for clarity um, about what it is you're experiencing and how he's calling you to use it. Um, that would be the first step. And then using meditation, um, is very important. Uh, meditation is important for a number of reasons. And I talk about that in, in great depth in other episodes, if you want to check those out. Um, but it's another great way to heighten your gifts and to start to tap into them. Um, and you can sort of test them out for yourself through meditation by being in a meditative state. So you can just spend a few minutes, um, in a comfortable seated position with your feet on the ground. And starting with taking some deep breaths in um, and just allowing yourself a minute to connect um, with God. And the way I do this is I will always imagine like a white light coming down. And I've done um, some guided meditations and activations on this podcast if you want to check those out. Um, and you can use those to help with this part of it. Um, but anyway, you know, just sitting and getting a meditation and then you can sort of start to test it out. You can just ask a question. Uh, maybe something that you want guidance on, something you want an answer for with your eyes closed as you're in meditation. Do this in your mind. Um, you can verbalize it if you want, if if that helps you more. But um, I would I would start with asking the question in your mind's eye or in your mind and then see what happens. Do you does something do you immediately hear an answer? Um, do you immediately see an image um, or does something just drop in that, you know, like gives you the knowing that you're seeking about whatever that is. So that's going to give you an idea of what some of your gifts might be um, and trust whatever you receive that because in, like I said earlier, a lot of times we dismiss it. Um, we shrug it off. We think that it's nothing. Um, and then that leads us to not trusting it or even like giving it any credence at all. So, um, you know, do like start to trust what you receive. Um, and if you want to take it a step further and really like, uh, work your faith muscle, if you will, um, then I would say even starting to take action from some of what you receive, um, which can be very scary. I can tell you, I do this all the time now. Um, and I, it, it gets easier, but it's always still kind of scary. Um, but the more you do it, the, the better, the better, I guess you could say you get at it, the more you'll, the quicker you'll start to receive the guidance and the information and, um, the better you'll be able to trust it because you'll just keep reinforcing that, you know, you are being guided and you can trust the guidance. And it's, again, it's, this is all assuming you're connecting to God and, and strengthening your connection with God, because that is the most important part of this. Um, and setting that intention, um, when you sit down to start to see what gifts you might have and, um, and, you know, basically praying and speaking to God and surrendering it to God, surrender your gifts to God. 
um, I've done that, you know, I just basically, okay, I thank you for these gifts that I have and I'm, I'm turning them to you and I'm asking you to let me know and guide me as to how to use them. And I'm opening, I'm open to be your vessel and your servant, Lord, um, with these gifts and how you want me to use them. And that's, you know, the long and short of it. <clears throat> and, um, you know, he will start to guide you. Um, and you will start to experience them more. Um, and you'll start to learn how to navigate it. So that's a little bit about how you can start to kind of use your gifts, how you can start to tap into them. Um, and again, I, I would start with God, just start with your connection to God. And if you have been experiencing some of these, just ask him, why, why am I experiencing this? Is this from you? Is this what you want me to be leaning into? How do you want me to use this? And the rest will follow. So, um, to those of you who may have been, um, uh, having some of these feelings and experiencing some of these things and haven't been sure why, um, just know that I am here to be an answer <laughs> to some of those questions for some of you, um, since this is something that God, um, wanted me to speak about today and go into a little bit. So you have an idea of what these gifts look like, um, and how you may be, um, what gifts you may have yourself and some ways that you can start to connect with God and, and lean into them, um, and be guided and as to how he wants you to use them. Um, for your own path, whatever that is. So with that, I'm going to thank you all for tuning in today. Thank you for those of you who joined me live. If you did, I can't see you. So um, thank you. I often will check later and see that somebody was on here with me live and, and commenting, but I can't see it for whatever reason when I'm doing this um, live. So um, I'm going to wish you a, a, a wonderful rest of your Wednesday. Um, I will see you all next week for um, the next episodes of Faith, Fitness, Joy. And um, thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining Faith, Fitness, Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you would like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on either Instagram or Facebook. Or please join my private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group where I offer lots of great information, master classes, and weekly channel guidance and more. Check out my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul.